0: Now, I did promise you the update. Right? It looks like Sundowns have finally made their decision on the future of Jeremy Brocky, who is currently on loan to Maritzburg United. Now, Brocky's career may have stagnated somewhat, though, at Sundowns. Uh, but the New Zealand international who joined uh, Sundowns on a whopping, what, 15 million rand deal? That's what we were told from their neighbours, SuperSport United, midway through uh, the 2017-2018 campaign. Only scored, what, eight times in 27 appearances the previous campaign and will certainly look to find a new home next season. Mike McCabe is Pro Sport International, and he joins me on the line. Good evening, Mike.
1: Robert, well, so nice to hear your voice again after all these uh, months, and I hope that uh, you and the family are well.
0: Thank you so much. Going strong. Good to hear your voice, Mike. I uh, thought you had left the country. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Let's dive straight into this one here because I've I've said this before. You know, you, you get players who you admire because of their ability on the ball, and I think he showed it at at, um, at SuperSport United before going to Sundowns and before going to Maritzburg United. I think everybody that loves and appreciates football would appreciate Jeremy Brocky. But somewhere, somehow, things kind of fell apart. And you would attest to that because you also love the game and you love his contribution. Now I believe that Sundowns will not be taking him back. What is happening? I think just put some clarity here, Mike, so that we get the detail.
1: Okay, so Sundowns had an option to exercise for a further, a further season. and They had until the end of May to do that. Um, they elected not to exercise the option. So Jeremy, at the end of the season, I almost said at the end of June, Robert, but we all know that the end of the season isn't going to be the end of June. <laughs> no. The end of, end of the season, Jeremy will be free to join a club of his choice.
0: So for now, he will carry on at Maritzburg United up until that time, whenever that end of season is.
1: Yeah, most definitely. That's
0: the way it seems. How do you feel about that?
1: Now listen, I, I can, I can understand why Mamelody Sundowns have made that decision. You know, sometimes you sign a football player who, and Jeremy had a wonderful goal-scoring record in his two seasons with SuperSport United. Um, you sign a player on the basis of what you've seen and how you think he'll he'll fit in and perform, and at times it works, and other times it doesn't work. I think in this instance, Jeremy hasn't really fitted into the the playing style of Mamelodi Sundowns, and as a result, um, found it difficult uh, to adapt, um, and that unfortunately happens all over the world in football. So. One cannot ever have the regrets. You know, when you make these decisions to leave one football club to join another, a lot is taken into account. And it's not just a decision that is taken lightly. Super Sport United is a great football club. And Jeremy was fantastic for the club. Um, Stuart Mm -hmm. Baxter, I think, got the best out of him. Um, So, yes, Robert, you know, you, you make these decisions after giving so much thought to the pros and cons. And once you've made that decision, you can't look back. It's like that in life. You, you know, you don't look in the web, you look forward. And, and, um, one thing I can tell you, and I said this when Bernard Parker was going through a, a tough time at Kaiser Chiefs, um, form is temporary, class is permanent. And I have little doubt that in the right environment, um, given an opportunity, Jeremy Brockie will get back to his goal scoring ways. He's a thorough professional, keeps himself in wonderful shape and, I think he's got at least another two or three seasons left in him.
0: Huh. And he's not going to be going back to New Zealand, I would imagine. He would want to play again in South Africa? Well, what's what's your take on that one?
1: Yes, listen, he loves the country. Um, he's really enjoyed his football, Yeah, even though it's been the last uh, 12 to 18 months. Uh, first option would be to stay in South Africa. Um, we do also have interest from um, the Middle East. And obviously back in his um, in his home country, but he loves South Africa, and if he has his way, and you know a fair offer comes along, and it's the right sort of environment and the right club, um, Jeremy would love to stay in South Africa.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know now it's a bit difficult for him because he had to sort of separate uh, from the family just before the, uh, the, lockdown, the lockdown happened. They, they, they went yeah. back home and he's been uh, obviously here in the country. And, and that must psychologically, again, you know, affect a guy like that. You would hope that maybe before seasons do start that he's able to reunite with the family.
1: It's very tough. Um, you know, Jeremy and I speak about it quite often and he had to make that decision because the kids have to, to basically start school. And um, so he elected to send the family back to Australia. They, His wife and and two children um, are settled in Australia. The kids are back at school. And yes, he misses them terribly because he's he's really a family man. Um, But he's a good human being. Um, He was telling me that in his spare time he was doing coffee delivery for a a company that uh, um, he used to frequent quite a lot and that got to know him well, obviously doing it... uh, a pro bono, but delivering oh. coffee. So can you imagine that? Something that, Gee, well. uh, in your wildest dreams, you wouldn't dream uh, of a professional footballer doing that
0: sort of service. Jeez. I know, as a fidgety guy, he never really stays still. as he, a Jeremy. He only, <laughs> he that's always exactly to what he said. That. Robert, he said. Robert, yeah.
1: he said exactly that. He said, um, you know, rather <laughs> do something meaningful with your thumb than sit at home and twiddle your thumbs. Yeah. And so that's what Jeremy decided to do.
0: Jeez, okay, maybe that's yeah. why he's like a Duracell bunny himself. Uh, too much too much <laughs> yeah. coffee there that he too guzzles down. Yeah, yeah. But, but But in all likelihood, though, if he does stay in the country, which clubs, though, Mike, on a serious note, have you been able to reach out to? I think you heard the voice notes earlier, though. You yeah. know, people are saying, yeah, we would be happy to have him at Chiefs. The others were happy to have him in any other club because of the quality of the player. Where is he likely to go? Well,
1: but to be honest with you,
0: up until the time that Sundowns
1: failed to exercise the option. We haven't really approached this um, in a very formal fashion, but we will do so now. Um, Ideally, um, a top eight club. Mm. Uh, But you know, again, it depends on on the environment. And there's some fantastic clubs that aren't in the top eight um, that I believe Jeremy will be well suited to. Um, It's just a matter now of of seeing who is looking for a striker of his ilk. Jeremy is a box striker. You've got to get him into, into those spaces in the box where his first touch comes into play. He's got a great first touch, and we've seen so many wonderful goals from him. Um, so we've just got to make sure that we find the right environment for him. And, and hopefully, South African supporters will get to see him for the next couple of seasons.
0: If I'm not mistaken, he was supposed to have headed in the direction of Orlando Pirates after Supersport.
1: Uh, not uh, no that was never the case ever? um no never was the case
0: um there
1: was mild interest in him but you know i i engaged the chairman in in all of our dealings and i can honestly say that it was never more than just a lukewarm interest in the player
0: lukewarm interest
1: lukewarm it, it was it, it was a an interest sort of that we might be interested but it never yeah. never materialized beyond that. And that I can honestly say. Mm.
0: Okay. At Maritzburg United, yes. there was a time when it seemed like things would come right for him. And again, the frustration yeah. of scoring that goal, scoring that goal, looking for that goal, the goal not coming through. Uh, but yes, there was a change of management. Uh, then it seemed like he was about to Back on the stride again, but yes. equally more frustration from his side, uh, and I guess that kind of you know knocks the stuffing out of you in the end. I, I don't think he's enjoyed his time in Maritzburg. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but give me an opinion. No, on that.
1: no, no. He has. He has enjoyed his, his his time at Maritzburg. He honestly has. And you know, um, we look after another another striker at Maritzburg, Judas madi who yes. is his direct competitor, and Judas has struck a golden vein of form. And, you know, when, when a football club like Maritzburg is doing so well and and your top man is scoring goals, it's always going to be very difficult, particularly if you have a player that's on loan and must not be viewed as a long-term prospect at the club. Mm-hmm. That's always the difficulty of loan of loan deals, that if a football club looks to bring in a player on loan and, in inverted commas, don't have the intention of making that deal perfect, it, it's difficult for, for that football club to invest too much time and effort in a player that they know is going to be leaving the club at the end of the season. Um, in the case of Jeremy is enjoying his football at Maysburg and and hopefully will continue to enjoy because there's still eight odd games left of the season. And who knows? You know, football, I've said this before, it's a crazy old game because who knows if Jeremy Brocky comes back, gets a chance and starts banging in the goals, we might see A completely different uh, um, circumstances surrounding his next move.
0: All right, let me park that one for now because I'm quite interested as well to hear some of the voice notes. We'll get to uh, in a second. Let me chat quickly about Knowledge Musa. Yes, there was news that he could be returning back to SA, back to the Absa Premiership. How true is that?
1: Robert, there's been news for the last three transfer windows. I'm sure you're aware of that. It's been public yeah. knowledge that there there will always be rumors in the in the football rumor mill about Masona because he is a player that that did extremely well here in South Africa. Um, Knowledge's first option is to stay in Europe, as you know. he went from loan to ASUPEN, um, a team that struggled in the Belgian First Division. Played seven games for them, the last seven games of the season, scored two goals and a number of assists. They want to make his move permanent. Um, they Are now owned by the Qatari outfit Aspire Academy, so there is strong finance behind um, behind the football club, and they're looking to bring in a number of players to make Yukon a very competitive uh, side in next year's top tier league in Belgium. Knowledge is one of those players that they want to bring um, into the into the squad on a permanent basis, but again, you know there, there are a number of challenges that are. Um, ahead of us. Firstly, he has a two-year deal with Anderlecht, mm-hmm. um, and it's a lucrative deal. And very few clubs in in Belgium can afford to pay Musono what he's earning at Anderlecht. Lupin, um, I'm not sure whether they have the financial wherewithal to, to do that. So it's going to have to be quite a um, an intelligent deal that is done so that Anderlecht feel that they get a fair deal you can feel that they get a fair deal and knowledge. Masona uh, mm-hmm. doesn't uh, doesn't have to reduce his income uh, too drastically. That's what we're busy working on at the moment. The ball is firmly in the court of Anderlecht and Youpen at this point. Once the two clubs come to some form of agreement, we can then step in and see what we can do with knowledge's personal terms and conditions. But honestly, Rob, first prize is for him to stay in Europe.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if he's been told, though, that they... He's not part of their plans for the 2020-2021 uh, season. Uh, then yeah. it, it, it does point to the exit door. But like you rightfully say, a, a lucrative deal. I mean, if you if he was scoring 47 million rand for that transfer, uh, yeah. which was obviously a record. I mean, he could come back and buy Bloemfontein Celtic as a club with just uh, all of that money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's, that's, you, you can't sneeze at that, Mike McCabe. This, is a, this is a proper deal. I mean, for a proper player yeah. who's proven yeah. time and time again as the captain of the national team uh, in Zimbabwe yeah. uh, that he is no pushover. But, you know, like you say, Upen uh, are quite interested in him. and left on the other hand, are saying something completely different.
1: Robert, just to give you an idea of why Underleft is doing this is he's not the only one. The majority of all their so called big name signings when when Mark Cook bought Underleft, they've changed their philosophy now and they want to try I and mean, introduce, as I understand, very much an AX Amsterdam system where they promote their youth. They did it um barge this season. You'll you'll have noticed that they finished in the in the bottom half of the league.
0: Yes. But it's a
1: it's a long term a project that they that they're looking at, and um, I'm I'm absolutely bewildered. The underlay fans um, haven't put more pressure on on the team because, as you know, um, fans of top football clubs anywhere in the world are looking for immediate results. However, I think it was an absolute masterstroke by Mark Cook to bring in some company, um, who's got a fantastic reputation in Belgium, um, um, as as you know, as a footballer that played for Manchester City, one of the best ever. So I think that the supporters have given him um, a lot more time than they would have ordinarily given any other football manager. But it's an interesting project that they are uh, embarking on, and it's going to be even more interesting to see how successful they are down the years. Back to knowledge, Masona, we are very comfortable um, that we'll find him the right home. And at 29 years old, um, he's in the peak of his football career. Again, I have to say this, like Jeremy Brockie, Super so professional, um, great family man. Lives, eats, drinks, sleeps football. And there's little doubt in my mind that he's got another five, six years at the top. There's little doubt in my mind if he continues taking himself the way he has.
0: But South Africa would be an option, though, Mike. If something doesn't materialize that side of the world, and it's not a very good uh, deal. I mean, South Africa now has got options. It's got a yes. Sundowns that has got yep. deep pockets that can, uh, you know, plough that. That, that money into a good investment like uh, a knowledge sauna or even go back to his former club?
1: Yes, listen, I think that, um, you know, South African football, you, you've rightly said so. The top clubs in South Africa are financially sound and financially strong. And, and you know, sometimes um, it's to the detriment of our footballers because um, that that desire to play in Europe um, and, and, you know, further their ambitions... Is it as great as, as when, when it's a different South Africa in terms of, of money in football? Um, and so it's, it's a lucrative league. It's a league that is incredibly well run. The Premier Soccer League is, 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 an example, honestly, to, to the African continent. It's incredibly well run. And, um, that's the reason why a lot of players, um, prefer to stay here, earn good money in a country that is, all of our problems beautiful to live in and um, where they feel, you know, comfortable and familiar.
0: All right. Why do you straighten out, while you straighten out to Ariel there on your phone, Mike McCobb, let's uh, quickly listen to some of the voice notes uh, that have come through with regards to this issue about Musona as well as Jeremy Brockie.
2: Hi Rob, it's Debohu here. Look, the move uh, by Jeremy Brokey from uh, Supersport to Sundowns was very surprising. And I think as much as Mike is saying that the class is permanent, I think his career was a bit derailed by that move. And I think Jeremy should come back uh, stronger and play. I know he's capable of uh, playing well. But uh, my question to Mike is that was Jeremy Brokey ill-advised to join Sundowns or not? So well, hey rob i think for golf it's a little bit unfair for them not to play because i think uh, golf, uh... good evening Prarob. It's Sibabale from and uh can you please kindly ask mr mike macab just a few questions regarding uh knowledge musona and jeremy brocky um firstly i will start with uh with knowledge where is knowledge likely to land is he uh Referring to come back to South Africa, does he still remember when he promised uh, the Amakosi faithfuls that um, when he comes back to the country, he will give Chiefs first preference? Going on to Jeremy Brocky. If Sundowns lets Jeremy Brocky go, are they going to imply the clause that they implied on, um, on Tony Silva? Or what will be the situation? Can you can you please just go deeper into that? And regarding uh, the the money wise, I'll put it I'll put it straight. Will Jeremy Broke be willing to take a pay cut? And will also the Smiling Assassin be willing to uh, to take a pay cut? Because I know in Europe is getting over over. Seven hundred gorillas. I don't want to mention seven hundred <laughs> gorillas. <laughs> Thank you, Bra Rob.
0: All right, thanks so much, man. I appreciate, appreciate all the voice notes, uh, Mike. Let's uh, ramage through this. I think some of the stuff you'd already answered, uh, but both of the players. Let's put them together because of time. Yeah. Um, are they both willing to t- uh, take a pay cut? I would
1: think so, but it would um, it would depend. A lot of it would depend on 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 the circumstances, Roberts. You know, it's never easy uh, to make a um, a decision based upon um, a blanket decision to say yes. It just mm. depends on, on the situation. To answer um, one of your listeners' questions, Knowledge's mm. first choice will be to stay in Europe. I can right. I can honestly say that um, if a if a good opportunity comes uh, to the fore in Europe, Knowledge will remain in Europe.
0: Was it an ill-advised decision to go to Sundowns from the side of Jeremy Brocky?
1: You know, hindsight is an exact science, isn't it? Mm. I think, I think if, we had, if we had understood how it would have worked out, we might not have made the, the, the same decision. But every footballer wants to, to uh, better themselves financially, uh, particularly when you get to the latter part of your career. Every footballer wants to set themselves new challenges, And that's, you know, that's the way Jeremy looked at it. He absolutely loved super sports, still does love the club. And um, it was the fact that he was going to be playing in Africa um, that was also um, enticing. So in retrospect, maybe, but um, as I said, easy to make decisions in
0: hindsight, Rob. All right. In hindsight, we'll be chatting pretty soon again, Mike. Thank you, Rob. I've got a a very strong sense about that. (laughs) Uh, But good to hear your voice again, Mike. Stay strong, stay safe.
1: Wonderful and congrats on, on your show and a wonderful TV show as well.
0: Thank you so much. Thoroughly appreciate that, Mike. Thank you so much for those Take words. Care, Rob. That's a pro spot, pro sport international. Uh, Mike McCobb joining us right here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Knowledge son as well as Jeremy Brockie. <laughs> Their next destinations, you know, these, are, these aren't cheap guys, man. They come as expensive as. Justice and I am on a cloud they're not cheap.